0: Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or Pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is NewsRadio Mornings at gmail.com.
1: Good
0: morning, it is 716. A little early, but uh, no tricks here, just all treat Gene Valentino's in the house. So, the Velvet Hammer is here with us. Good morning. We're glad to have you in the studio audience, as usual, is very happy that you are here. Good morning to the Velvet Hammer. Good morning. <laughs> so, what you got on your mind this week?
1: Oh, my words. I was waiting for you to bring something up. I don't know.
0: I came here with a blank slate. Oh, did you? Well, I've got a lot of stuff to talk about. First of all, Twitter. We talked about that last hour. Elon Musk is now in charge. We got the Supreme Court looking at some affirmative action cases and uh, the the gun ownership is growing to record highs in the country well what what do you think about any of those issues well first Elon thank you for having me guys always a pleasure 715
1: every Friday morning as they as Elon said the bird is free the bird is free the metaphor being uh... that the restriction of free speech uh... is no longer a restriction let's hope so he Fired the number one person at Twitter that uh, uh, restricted Donald Trump from being on tri- Twitter. So now we see a um, a uh, little bit of uh, and about seventy percent of the staff is being uh, asked to present their resignation or um, or will be fired or reconsidered. Let's put it that way. Everyone's on the everyone's on the block. They're going to have to. Um, step up and justify their existence this have you seen the inside headquarters of twitter
0: yeah oh, pretty amazing uh,
1: latte room for coffee and espresso a separate room for yoga another <laughs> room uh, wine on tap my words it's hey, a, it's a unbelievable it's um the real the real issue is that they have been allowed as many of the other social media operators have. Uh, they've been allowed to uh, be insulated from the scrutiny we're all subject to. You have advertisers, I have clients, and if I don't have to worry about h- what they think and how they feel, um, I can kind of work unilaterally and do my own thing. Well, that's what Twitter did, that's what Zuckerberg did with Facebook, uh, Jack Dorsey uh, originally, and um, and now they're all being held accountable. This is ag- a this parallels, we'll go back to the 1980s and just prior. Judge Green, a federal district court judge, broke up AT&T. AT&T, for our Gen X folks, is, was a huge monopoly that existed uh, through the United States. And the federal government, under rules of antitrust, felt the need to break up AT&T. And they did, into mini bells or small phone companies around the company. Country, And this was the precursor to what became known as the deployment for cellular phone systems nationwide, worldwide. It allowed John Q and Jane Q public to have a chance to step up and become the owner of their own telephone company, their own utility. Now they could hold on to it, make a cash flow out of it over the years, or flip it and sell it and some uh, most did a little bit of both during at uh, different uh, steps along the way what happened with Twitter and Facebook and Amazon and the rest of them is they've become insulated from that sort of scrutiny that I've just made the analogy to with AT&T and Twitter and Facebook in particular now have to live up to accountability why Zuckerberg CEOs on these big social media companies Michael are now being scrutinized more than ever. They don't get to operate in an, in a vacuum. It was millions of dollars that Zuckerberg put away to the Democratic Party to screw Donald Trump. That should be illegal.
0: Well, it should be and and there should be some oversight on that and I think you're going to see as we progress into the future with new leadership in Washington I think you're going to see a big change and maybe some uh some stomach i guess we will put it uh, to to go back after some of these huge corporations who are pretty much monopolizing the landscape of social media and that would be Google namely and Facebook who are i guess besides Twitter some of the largest operators in the world it, they're worldwide there's no question about it and in some countries you know uh gene they are uh, limiting what they can do and how they can operate, but not here in the United States, which I think it needs, that needs to we need, that needs to be something that's on the table.
1: Oh, absolutely, Michael. You know, there's this uh, Congressman Mike Waltz here in Florida. <clears throat> he said that uh, recently when the house flips and it's going to November 8th, we're getting to the bottom of several things. your uh, The controls and oversight, uh, uh, you know, free speech to hurt other people. Your free speech to hurt me cannot be absolute. If you don't show responsibility with your free speech, there have got to be some uh, controls on it. I'm not interested in limiting free speech. It's the First Amendment to our Constitution. It's a sacred right. But you cannot intentionally, with malice, go out and hurt people. Now, the same thing applies, uh, Mike Waltz uh, was talking about, with COVID. When the house flips, we've got to get to the bottom of our national security, ergo our national health and wellness, and get to the bottom of COVID, which was swept under the rugs. We've got to get China to reveal where that virus really came from. All of a sudden, uh, you know, it's not some sort of wet market. It's now some, uh, maybe it was a reckless uh, um, gerrymandering of the uh, coating on the antibody system, uh, uh, serum for um, for COVID in, in the Wuhan lab. We will see. They're going to get to the bottom of it. But, you know, it all starts on November 8th, about 11 days away. Hun- Here's the problem. I have something I wanted to bring to your attention. Hundreds of thousands of voters in Pens- Pennsylvania alone have already voted michael would you would how many of those hundred thousands of voters have changed their vote had they had the privilege to witness this fetterman oz debate the other day everyone is panicking now that they voted for the wrong guy yeah. fetterman based yeah, you on know- a stu-
0: you know, Gene, that that case there is, is is a great, glaring example of how the media have protected a candidate similar to what they did with Joe Biden back uh, during the Biden-Trump election. They have absolutely protected this guy so that people wouldn't recognize the fact that he's just not capable of doing the job. I'm sorry for him. Nobody had a good friend that had a stroke over the last week. And, you know, that's a terrible thing to happen to somebody. And we hate that. Sure. But but at the same time, he's not capable of being a United States senator. Being able to talk no. and understand people and to, to, to go out and do the, the job that the Americans expect you to be able to do as a U.S. senator for the whole country, he just can't do it. He's not capable of it. And that's unfortunate, but it's just true. It, it,
1: it's true on many levels. Look, I have, I'm sympathetic to his health situation, but I'm talking about a system of government the tail's wagging the dog. Look, I do support a limited use of, uh, of the absentee ballot. If you're a citizen, you're overseas, or your mother-in-law or father-in-law are in, in the uh, health facility. Sure, an absentee ballot may be appropriate, but early voting's got to go because you d- were denied the opportunity of seeing Fetterman and Oz display themselves. Um, uh, 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 Secretary of State, uh, uh, no, excuse me, uh, Attorney General William Barr uh, made this point clear. It's an uneven playing field. You've got some people knowing certain things about candidates and other people not knowing certain things about candidates because of this early voting debacle. Stop it! Everyone votes on the same day. I'm voting on November 8th. I hope you are too. The most important thing we could do is tell ten other people to get down there and vote as well.
0: Yeah, it's so important to go vote on the actual election day, and I agree with you a hundred percent that this has gotten out of hand, this this uh, early voting. It's just not, let, let's do, if you want to get a chance for more people to vote, then let's have an election on Saturdays where people are off and can go vote without any issues. But. Let's not do this, uh, this you know, weeks in advance. You're able to cast a vote for a candidate who you really haven't learned a lot about yet because it's really the last few weeks of the campaign that you really get to know things like what we learned about Fetterman, who is absolutely, unequivocally not capable of doing the job of a United States senator.
1: Yeah, let me, let me create a hypothetical for you. Let's assume this was the 2024 race and Biden was running again and here we are weeks out in a uh, before the election now, let's say two two weeks or four weeks out before the election and the hunter biden story finally reveals itself the the wrongdoing is so significant that the federal attorneys cannot look the other way anymore and the attorney general gives the green light go ahead and press charges and indict only to find out that there's probable cause for Joe Biden to have been associated with payoff with China and Russia, therefore having insight to our nuclear secrets? Is this the guy you want to reelect for president? Well, obviously. And the point is early voting cannot work. Yeah. Early voting should not exist because all Americans, one, one factor alone, you cannot argue the fact that all Americans are not on the same playing field if you've got early voting uh, uh, timelines that advantage you or disadvantage you over someone else. Not fair.
0: Yeah, it's something that's got to stop and I agree with you and I don't know I don't know who's gonna gonna get that ball rolling if it's gonna be from the federal side or if the states are gonna come through and start to change and some states have actually changed a lot of the uh, the absentee ballots that they were doing you know, during the COVID, uh, I guess, I'm going to call it a debacle because, frankly, I don't think we were leveled with with our government. I don't think they told us the, the straight uh, on that deal. And I think you're right that we're going to find as time goes by, we're going to find that this was something that happened in a lab in China. And unfortunately, we have a president who is, uh, well, let's just say there's some things going on with him in China that we'd love to know more about. And here's something else we'll find out about. It's not a lab in China.
1: It's a lab in the United States that the big pharma folks concocted a vaccine which was not thoroughly proven, killing hundreds of thousands if not millions of people in this in, during this crisis. A crisis they re- still refuse to call a crisis. And uh, I, I think there's going to be a rebound for that reason alone in these midterm elections and two years from now for the presidency. We've got to steer the ship back to a central norm, take back control of our policies and procedures, and stop letting the radical left run this thing. AOC, for example, is getting her butt handed to her recently at her own town hall meetings up in uh, her congressional mm-hmm.
0: district in New York. Yeah, people have had enough of this crap. Yeah, they, they certainly have. It's it's enough. And, you know, people are finally starting to realize And it sometimes it takes events like this. But one thing I know about Democrats and especially liberal Democrats, if you put them in charge, Gene, they always, without doubt, every time they overreach and they start to do things that are not what the american people want to do and so now you're starting to get because they've got the levers of government in they're in charge of all the levers of government and they are in a position now to to be able to put their policies forward and actually make them into law and to rules and what have you and people say wait a minute that's not what i voted for
1: there's a power in the spirit of these people in the united states of america we the people that are uprising and will vote and will prevail, and they will mask, minimize, and put to bed the Democratic Party which is overstepped, and the radical left which has exercised its authority. You just described. Nancy hey, Pelosi is
0: showing it already. Nancy Pelosi needs to, needs to clean out her desk. <laughs> oh,
1: absolutely. Well, Oz is way up over Fetterman. Herschel Walker's up over the uh, opponent in In Georgia, Kerry Lakes up by eleven points. Blake Blake Masters is close, but we'll see. I think he shows it. Our good buddy Governor Ron DeSantis over here in Florida—he's gonna smother and kill, pulverize Charlie Crist.
0: Ah, I can't wait. uh, Okay, Gene, thank you for joining us. That's the music. We got to go. Thank you. We'll see you again next week. Best to you, buddy.